and good evening. Are you ready to take another step onto the narrow path? Welcome back. This is a journey to the narrow gate podcast. I'm your host, George William Pazlowski, and let's go for a walk. Welcome back. Today, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John, chapters 1, 20, verses 29 through 34. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. What does that mean to you? I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that some days I really, really struggle with the lesson in which I'm going to talk about or the way in which I want to talk about it. And I truly believe that these are some of the most important days to battle through whatever that resistance is. What I've learned is if there's an ex extreme resistance, that usually means there's something the enemy is trying to block me from saying. And I believe today is one of those days. If Jesus takes away the sin of the world, then why is there so much sin and evil here? From the very beginning, Eve was corrupted when she ate the apple. So why did God even put Adam and Eve in a position to be subjected to evil? This is a question that my son, who, which is 10 years old, asked me on Friday. If we go back to Eve, we can answer the question of what is sin. It's pretty simple. It's disobedience to God. God told Eve and Adam not to eat of a specific tree. They disobeyed him. Jesus, through the gospel, tells us the two most important commandments. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love others. So, what happens when we're disobedient to God? What happens when we aren't giving our love to God or to others? Well, we have this tendency to focus on loving ourselves a bit too much. It becomes me, me, me. The me game of life, complete and utter selfishness. Instead of we, it's all about me. And we become self-consumed. So imagine for a second if self-consumption was an actual physical thing. We'd eat an arm or a leg to satisfy our hunger, right? Well, from a soulful standpoint, if we consume our own love until nothing satisfies that hunger anymore... Then what do we do? We attempt to fill this void with all the things that aren't love. Money, sex, material items, fame, 
power, food, drugs, alcohol. But these are things that leave us even more empty. So what happens when our tank is completely void of love? We become angry, spiteful, envious, victims of our own circumstance. And when this happens, we begin to harm others. And this is where life takes a horrible turn for the worse. This is where the darkness begins its overwhelming power. But this is also where the faintest of lights shine the brightest. Have you ever looked up on the darkest of nights and seen thousands and thousands of stars? This is the gift of darkness. You can see things that aren't possible in the light of day. Jesus even tells us that he's the light. He's the light inside of this dark world. And if he was sent to take away the sin of the world, his mission was to take away disobedience to God. And he did such a thing through his actions of love. Jesus loves us so much, he died and gave his life for us. Love replaces disobedience. Love inspires us to be better people. Love inspires us to help others. Love inspires us to sacrifice. Love inspires us to go above and beyond for others. Love keeps no score. Jesus gave his life out of love with no expectations that we would ever follow him. Jesus doesn't need to keep score of our sins. Our sins, our pain, our disobedience. It's hell enough for a lifetime, let alone eternity, just living that way. And we have the choice to choose love anytime we want. All we must do is open our eyes to the light, that light that's been waiting for us in the darkness. Where are you currently disobedient to God? When was the last time you were angry and hurt and ended up hurting someone else? What's the one thing you can do today to open yourself up to Jesus's love and heal the wounds within you? I'm praying for you and I'm wishing you nothing but love, light, and truth.